Hi friends, welcome back to The Unschool Files. You are listening to episode 9. In this episode I talk about expectations, what can happen when those expectations might not be met by the people that we are living and doing life with, and what might be influencing those expectations, and how we can take a step back from some of the expectations we have of our children and consider their point of view, their age, um, and their understanding based on what we've given them for those expectations. The topic of today's podcast is expectations. We all have them. We've got them for ourselves, for our children, for our partners, for the ones we love in general, for the people that we work with. Um, Expectations are largely implied. I find that not a lot of expectations are really clearly communicated, just like boundaries. And I think that's something that should change. I think that we need to take the time to slow down and talk to the people around us about what we expect. Um, And not in an entitled way, but in a way that is for a cohesive living and working environment with each other for the purposes of respecting each other, for keeping things together, for um, being able to work well with each other and just overall alignment in life. So what happens when our expectations are too high? What happens when we don't realize suddenly that our expectations are too high? This is really common in unschooling when you have children who are, quotey fingers here, mature for their age. It's, it's true that a lot of children who um, get to spend extended time with their family and not go to school oftentimes have access to a lot more information about the world um, than children who are spending time in traditional school. And maybe that's out of curiosity, maybe it's out of um, their family just being engaged in that way that that they talk more about it. Um, I find, you know, unschooling families that that tends to be common, um, which debunks the myth that unschooling is lazy because it is in fact very uh, turned on. You do need to be pretty available to answer a lot of questions. A lot of dialogue happens in unschooling where you are answering questions that as long as it, it in our family, as long as they're old enough to ask the questions, then we find that they're old enough to have an honest answer of what that question is. So that could be anything varying from um, questions about holidays to questions about um, history or the government of our country or questions about things that are going on socially or politically we're pretty honest. So they generally have um, a more mature demeanor about them and can oftentimes even myself, I can forget how young they still are um, based on some of the conversations that we have. Sometimes it feels like I've got, you know, an emerging, a third emerging adult in the house and, um, some of our conversations can be very adult-like. So for my teen, especially, I feel like um, 
the, the pressure and expectations can definitely sneak up on us and get a little bit high without clear communication. So when we aren't communicating our expectations to our children, they can um, suddenly just like pop out at us. A really good example of this is um, if you have two bathrooms in your home, like one for the parents and one for the, one for the kids, that seems to be a pretty common situation. A lot of times, um, at least in our family, the kids are responsible for maintaining the bathroom that they use and we maintain the one that we use. Um, and periodically I will go into their bathroom to use it and be super grossed out. (laughs) Um, but mostly I'll just be like, Hey, you guys need to make sure that you take care of this. There's some laundry on the ground. And I noticed that, you know, you guys are out of shampoo or whatever. I don't, it's not like they're just left to the wolves. Um, but they are pretty independent in that way that they're, that they are responsible for maintaining those things and letting me know if they need um, products up there, etc. However, this may be a common um, experience for you if the bathroom situation is the same for you. Maybe you've got guests coming in town and they're going to stay with you, or maybe you're just having friends over in general, and you're not thinking about that bathroom a lot because it's not on your list of responsibilities um, around the house you're probably going to end up there at some point um, cleaning the bathroom, right? Let's just face it, because you have guests or some pressing reason why you need to do it. So you may find yourself up there, feel the, feel the heat sort of rising, and you're frustrated because you look around and it's just really gross and there's toilet paper balled up on the floor and things are caked on the sink and there's splatters all over the mirror and you wouldn't ever have your bathroom this way and you're just frustrated you maybe shout down the hall for them to come down and check it out what's going on why is this bathroom like this and maybe you go on a long lecture about how gross this bathroom is how you expect more out of them and here's some here's some uh some top favorites you want them to a act their age because they should be no better than this and c grow up. If you have said any of this, just know you are not alone. I myself, who have been practicing living life without school and trying to find, you know, the sweet spot of of cohabitating with the family and everybody pursuing their interests and I'm talking about it on this podcast, have absolutely fell victim Maybe I shouldn't use the word victim there. I have absolutely fell to my knees at this same scenario. And maybe it's different for you than it is for me. Maybe you weren't spoken to that way as a child, or maybe you were spoken to in passive-aggressive ways, or maybe whatever, whatever the case may be. Maybe something is molding the way you would answer or respond Um, in a situation like this. And for me, I think it's just this instant activation of this old programming that would jump in and take the driver's seat and say, I had to grow up really fast from a very young age 
and I expect more out of you. You should know better than this. And it just rolled out of my mouth. It's hurtful. It chips away at your relationship. But most of all, it's unfair because you are holding children to the same standard and the same lens as an adult with all of their nuanced experiences and all of their things that they carry around that are weighing them down in their backpack, all those life experiences. And you are expecting them to view things in the same way. And you are maybe not reacting in a way that um, is cohesive or in alignment with the kind of person that you want to be, the kind of parent you want to be, the kind of family you want to raise. And you know what? It is okay to say, whoa, whoa, that is not me. I did not intend for that. I'm sorry. Let's take it back a couple steps. It's okay to do that. It is okay to apologize and to say, I didn't mean for that to happen that way. And maybe evaluate for yourself. Have you taken their point of view into consideration? Have you communicated clearly what you've wanted about the bathroom? Have you given them, when you, when you started expecting them to keep the bathroom up, have you given them a clear guidance on exactly what to do each time it is someone's turn to clean the bathroom? Does everyone know that? Consider all of the variables and whether or not they might have a little bit of a different view than you. Because I'll tell you what, if I was a 10, 12-year-old kid and my expectation was to keep up with my bathroom and for the most part I got my laundry mostly cleaned when I needed it, at least, you know, enough to have clean clothes to wear and my parent wasn't checking on my bathroom a whole, whole lot and I knew that I mostly got, you know, the things that I needed product-wise when I needed them with few hiccups here and there, I probably wouldn't be jumping to clean this bathroom uh, spotless either because there's really no one checking in and asking me to. And that doesn't mean that children need someone to tell them what to do or need someone to remind them what to do, but as you are raising children and you are the only person you know there in the home that is guiding them in these things the only way they de- develop any kind of habit around anything in terms of housekeeping is habits that you have yourself because what you model is exactly what they repeat so if you find yourself asking um your children you know, for more effort, for um, to try harder, to do better, um, that you expect more out of them, that you want them to do something specific, consider that your expectations may be just a tad high if you have not communicated clearly what you want and offered help and guidance of how to get it. A lot of our expectations in children are too high because they're based on our own programming. So 
this is just a, another way that we can challenge the programming and maybe change it for good and have happier, healthier relationships with our children while we're living life without school. Thanks so much for listening to this entire episode, friends. I am so glad to have you here. Um, I am continuing to write down in my little notebook all the things that pop into my head that I want to talk about or things that I wanted to hear about in my earlier days of unschooling. And I would love to hear from you about the things that you want to hear about. And if you are unschooling and living life in a unique way or a way that you feel like needs some spotlight or maybe some more understanding in, I would love to hear from you so that I could feature you and your family on the podcast. Reach out to me and let's make it happen. Thank you again for listening and I am loving the community that we're building. And until next time, stay kind to each other.